This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Kelsey Tamperino. Last month, when Hurricanes Ian and Fiona made landfall, they knocked out power for 2.7 million people in Florida, along with the entire island of Puerto Rico. But residents who relied on solar power say their systems performed well, keeping their lights on during the storms and even allowing them to share electricity with neighbors left in the dark. That success could help solar supporters in lobbying battles around the country and comes at a time when the renewable energy industry is hoping to supercharge its role in the U.S. electricity supply. So today, Politico's Catherine Morehouse and I talk about why solar power was successful during Ian and Fiona, how industry is reacting, and the challenges solar still faces politically. It's Monday, October 17th. So, Kat, we've been reporting about how solar power held up against Hurricane Ian and Hurricane Fiona. Why was it so critical for so many residents? Yeah, so, I mean, I think the simplest answer is just that solar kept the lights on for those residents who had taken the steps to install rooftop solar and, in a very key move, installed residential battery systems alongside their solar So essentially what residents found was that even though solar is obviously a resource that takes a lot of energy from the sun, and as you might imagine, it wasn't a super sunny day during these hurricanes, these solar panels had charged their batteries enough that those batteries were able to keep the lights on for the duration of the storm. And while their neighbors were without power, many of those residents were able to still have power. And even in some cases, There was one case I heard where one homeowner provided power to his neighbor so he could keep his refrigerator going. So just kind of these really amazing stories of these single homes on a whole stretch of street were the only ones kind of keeping their lights on. And Kelsey, I know you've been reporting on this, but how has the industry and its supporters reacted to solar's performance in Florida and in Puerto Rico? Yeah, so folks that I talk to really see this as kind of a proof point. Often we hear talking points and some criticism for renewables that they're not as reliable of a form of energy. And the folks that I talked to in renewable energy trade groups and who are involved in this said, this is kind of refutes that narrative and shows that solar power and storage paired together provide a reliable and resilient power during these frequently increasing storms and speak to that directly and point to the exact opposite that in fact, these sources are reliable. And so I think you see this across the folks that I spoke to who are involved in the solar energy industry that again and again, both in Puerto Rico and Florida, that this has proven kind of that the age old, the industrial monopoly centralized system is maybe not as reliable and we should be looking towards solar and more renewable forms of energy to help maintain reliability and provide power in these storms. But Kat, as we know, there are political challenges in both Puerto Rico and Florida specifically to build out more solar, right? Yeah. In Florida specifically, what we've seen is this debate over net metering, which is basically how much solar owners get compensated for the power that they provide to the grid. So that would obviously cut into how much utilities are able to charge owners of solar. 
And so what we saw in Florida, and actually this fight happens across the country, is utilities went to the legislature and the legislature came up with this bill that basically added an additional charge across Florida Power and Light's rate base and across utility rate bases that was intended to make up for kind of the shortfall in revenue that Florida Power and Light and some other big utilities in the state had experienced because of the rise in solar. That bill was actually vetoed by the governor who said inflation is really bad and we don't really want to see this arbitrary rise in customer bills when there don't really seem to be good guardrails around it. And then in Puerto Rico, one of the big fights is basically for years, residents have been calling for for more solar power. You know, after Hurricane Maria really devastated the grid back several years ago now, the island set a goal to reach 100% clean energy. And it's kind of continued to be a fight over essentially how quickly the island and the, the territory transitions to a cleaner electricity grid. Kelsey, do you have anything to add on the Puerto Rico side? Yeah, I'll just add, you mentioned Hurricane Maria, something I talked to folks who said after Hurricane Maria, it was really impressed upon people in in Puerto Rico to move toward rooftop solar. And that hurricane really did provide families this incentive to move to solar power. And we see more and more folks moving to that on the island. But I think there is a broader debate still just about powering the island with renewable energy projects rather than fossil fuels. And there is a debate about FEMA money and whether or not that should go toward. And just last week, we saw lawmakers on the Hill arguing for Congress to make solar energy more affordable in Puerto Rico by using emergency spending authority to provide money for rooftop solar and storage, specifically for low-income households and people with disabilities. And, And they noted that a new residential solar and battery system would make solar energy more affordable for residents and really help in maintaining power when these storms come, which we know is increasing due to climate change. Yeah, that's super interesting. And it's also interesting because all of this comes at a time when the renewable energy industry is kind of fighting to secure a growing role in the U.S. electricity supply. Could you talk a little bit more about what all of this says and kind of the really the really big picture of solar's growth in the U.S. electricity mix? Yeah. So to your point, solar has been growing and it's been growing for years. But I think the broader conversation we're seeing with just, you know, on the Hill with the Inflation Reduction Act and the Biden administration, there's really a push to transition to clean energy. And I think this broader conversation about the need for solar energy and renewable power fits into that. And we're just going to see an increased push to move towards more renewables. And this is kind of just another point that trade groups and solar energy companies point to, that they can be a reliable and resilient source of power in the face of these storms. Also, the White House is expected to announce additional action this week to help bring gas prices down. Last week in Los Angeles during an infrastructure event, President Joe Biden said, quote, the price of gas is still too high and we need to keep working to bring it down. He added that he'd have more to say on that front this upcoming week. For context, gas prices have started to creep back up in recent weeks. And so far, the White House has chosen to release oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve several times, even if that only has a minor effect on prices. But there's been a lot of chatter recently about some sort of export restrictions on gasoline and other fuels. And oil industry executives have been trying to tell the White House that those restrictions could backfire economically. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter. 
at politico.com slash power dash switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Kelsey Tamperino, and we'll see you back tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that one day can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com slash RNG.